It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app as we pick up the pieces after the Eagles start the season. Oh, and oh, wait, they won! One and oh, they won! They won! I, I didn't know being around this city the last two days that they actually won. There's been so many times this week where I've accidentally almost said lost. Uh, Dude, so. You know where I was at, and honestly, you too, for the most part. Yeah, I thought my initial po- reaction, yeah. I think our post-game pod actually felt sounded very different yeah. than what I heard on the radio and other places the next day. I'm still where I was at. I think a lot of people well, got a lot more nervous and all that. Like, I still feel exactly how I felt on Sunday. I feel like I'm not concerned after mm-hmm. that loss. Now, if you want to talk about injuries and stuff, we'll get into that. That's a whole separate thing, and we can discuss injuries, and we will. But in terms of like how I feel about the football team, you know, a few days later, and again, we'll get in the Minnesota preview. We'll talk about all the injuries and all that. But just to kind of get to the feeling in this city, again, a one know football team, I feel exactly the same as I did on Sunday night. Where are you at? So I actually think it worked out perfectly doing the postgame pod because I do think the ultimate main takeaway in a lot of ways is they won the game. Yep. Like that is the takeaway that they won. The Bengals did not win. Uh, the Chiefs did not win. The Bills did not win. So they are 1-0. and Those other teams are not. But I also think once you kind of say that, yes, they won the game and it's impressive they pulled it off and all those things, I would say the main thing that's changed, in my opinion, since we did our postgame pod, is that, is the offensive line. Like, rewatching the game, they did play really poorly. And you know from doing this pod with me and you know talking with me, like, head coach, quarterback, offensive line, defensive line, that's what really matters to me. And... The offensive line, the tackles were really bad. And I, I think Lane, you can bank on you know recovering yeah, and playing well moving game. forward. Yeah. My lot, I don't know. My lot, I don't know. And if they have a bad left tackle or an average left tackle, that's a, a difference maker on, on the offensive line. Um, and again, re-watching it, like, I mean, the offense was not impressive. There's no getting around that. One touchdown in 11 drives. That's not what this Eagles offense should be doing. I don't care who they're playing. They, I don't care what scheme they're running, who their coordinator is. They have too much talent to only get one touchdown in, in 11 drives. Um, as for the fan reaction, and I know you're not saying this. I think we're, we're aligned on this. Like, 
Fans are always just going to feel how they feel. And I understand. I'm not yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. And the and there's no question it was not an enjoyable game to watch. No. Like for all the excitement of them coming back. It was fun. It was, it was a buzzkill. And, and then it was a buzzkill the rest of the Exactly. Time. Now, one thing I've been thinking of, and I'm curious for your opinion on this as the resident Phillies expert mm-hmm. at the station. So when the Phillies started 0-5. It was, it's just five games. Well, they were one, I think it was one and four, and then they went one and five. Okay. I so, could be wrong, though. I think they were 0 oh and four, won their fifth game, and then lost their sixth. So, I could be wrong. One and five, regardless. They started one and five for sure. Right. I'm sure of that. When they started one and five, there was a lot of, you know, the same conversation we're having now in a much, much smaller sample size, too, for what it's worth, right? Like, it was not, it was not 117. They, they lost five of their first six exactly. games. Exactly. So it was the, the same. Eagles won their game, yeah. It was, a so, it was the same emotional feeling, I think. And you're right, the Eagles won. The Eagles won. But it was the same emotional feeling, I think, of when the Phillies came back, it was like, let's go. Like, we were all so excited from like Red October, the run of the World Series, baseball's back, this season's going to be so exciting coming off last year. And then it's immediate kind of punch in the gut. So the Eagles won. Again, doesn't feel like it, but they did. They were 1-0. and Um but I'm curious from your perspective. I think with the Phillies when they were one and five, it was it's early. Don't worry about it. The team's fine. They ended up not winning the division, and they are fighting for a wild card. Uh, now, no, fight, no, no, fighting no. is they're, strong. They're fighting is the strong. They, they're they're going to make the team. Almost definitely going to be the number four seed. Right. They have the tiebreaker on the Cubs. Like, I'm not at all concerned about the Phillies. If that. No, 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 no. What I was saying is, like, they 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 started off slow, and I think then and it set them back. But the Eagles. Yeah. Again, here is the thing. One football no, I, game. I know. Again, without a preseason, without pushing hard. I think Sirianni's realizing, he even said it. I think he didn't push him hard enough this mm-hmm. this training camp session. All that stuff. Like, and also, the I do have one change from what I said on Sunday. I think the Patriots might not suck. I, the more I agree. Look, the more well, their I defense the is game, good. I think their defensive front is very good. Like, yeah, I, I agree with that. We'll end the season and say, oh, that was one of the five or so best defensive fronts in football. I agree. And, I mean, Jason Kelsey, when he came on the morning show this week, he was gushing about that team. He's like, a lot of people don't think they're, they're good. He's like, that's a good football yeah, team. Yeah, I don't think their offenses, but I agree about but, their but defense. But I think their offense is better than we think. I think the thing that obscured us, and we talked about it going in, but like Matt Patricia was their offensive coordinator last year, and Joe Judge, they have Bill O'Brien. You talked about it going into the game. Like, it mattered. It mattered. They were way better offensively than I think that people expected, yeah. and I think they're going to be better this season. Like, I'm, I'm, I think the Patriots might be a playoff team. Like, especially with seeing how the wow, first Wow, so that week, one game really changed your well, mind. Uh, well, yeah. that and watching the Bills and yeah, the Jets. Yeah, yeah. And all. I'm saying the AFC East well, has the changed Jets, completely. Well, the Jets, unfortunately. Especially because the Dolphins look like the best team and and the Tua thing never changed. Like, that's still, mm-hmm. who knows, you know? So, uh, like, I think the Patriots, I think it's a similar thing to last year where everyone freaked out because the Lions came back against them and made it a close game and they almost lost it. And it's like, oh, by the end of the season, we're like, oh, the Lions are, they're not great, but they're one of the, at the end of the season, 12 best teams of football, whatever it is. Yeah. I think the, I think we're going to end up looking at the Patriots similarly when it comes around, assuming injuries don't suffer so, in the season or whatever. I agree with most of what you're saying. I don't believe in Mac Jones, which makes me hard for me to believe in the I, team. So but I don't I believe think in that, him big time, but I, I believe in him as like, uh, you know, a guy who will be 12 to 16 in the NFL type. I think that, I think he can be that. Not yet, but I'm saying I think Mac Jones can be a competent NFL quarterback. I think, I think to me his ceiling is 16. But regardless... I, I agree with you, and this is what, where some of my concerns with the game, which is just like their defense is good, and they have really they good. Have, they have Bill Belichick, who's a great defensive coordinator. Which, by the way, also was I mean AJ Brown after the game said Belichick was throwing things right. that we weren't ready for. We didn't right. see it, and I I think we keep like kind of shirking past that. Like that matters. That matters in terms of yeah. It matters from a coaching perspective, but it also matters in terms of why the offense looked the way. It so did. I just you know I've been on with Gilio this week, and today we talked about. Did Bill did Bill Belichick figure the Eagles out? My my concern from this game is not that 
oh my God, what if Jalen's not as good as we think? Oh my God, what if Sirianni can't figure it out? What if this team, like, what? My my only real concern from the game is the offensive line. That's it. Okay. That's my only thing where I leave that game and go, yikes, this might be and, something and to be concerned about. And here's what I'll say, and I think it's a fair thing to say from a pass blocking perspective. Yeah. They weren't able to get the run game going at all. They'll be better at pass blocking when they can run the ball. You know, the team's not pinning their ears right. back and going and all that type of stuff. I also, look, Kelsey talked about another thing, and he, he stopped himself. He started to talk about it with us on the morning show, and then I was like, I don't want to go into scheme. He's like, but we were running things different. He's like, basically said they were not running a lot of read option stuff. They run a lot of power stuff. They were mm-hmm. not like running their normal offense. They thought they saw stuff with the Patriots that they could do that was different Interesting. from how they go about their normal business. Yeah, like I don't think I don't think the Eagles have been figured out. I if, don't either. If oh, that's a concern not. is like yeah. now I do think they're gonna have to have a counter punch. Of course. And also And look, they also have to run their offense the way it's successful. Right. And this is a good podcast thing as opposed to getting too deep into the radio. But like every team gets figured out. Like every scheme, there is no scheme in the NFL that has lasted 50 years where you can run right. that exact That's group. why things always change. Yes. So I think sometimes when you say like the Eagles have been figured out, it has a negative connotation. What it really just means is they ran an offense that people could not stop. And then the entire brain trust of the league has figured out a way to counter it. We all knew going into the season, the Eagles were going to need to figure something else out. You can't do the exact same thing every year. Uh, people figure it out. Like, so... Even if we were sitting here and saying, man, they really showed how to stop like this play the Eagles are really good at, that's going to happen as long as the Eagles, Jalen and Nick Sirianni are together and they're the duo. But I haven't lost confidence that they will that they cannot have a counterpunch. And again, to keep saying, like my concern is the mm-hmm. offensive line because I don't care who your quarterback is, your head coach, your scheme, whatever. Your offensive so you're, you're, line. Your concern is my lotta because yes, the, my the interior played yeah. well. Like yeah, the, my concern is my lotta. Now Lane did not like, play he, well, but I, no, no, I'm saying yeah, but you're not concerned about Lane. My point right. is, is like the interior played really well. Like Richie talked about it. Ross yeah, I thought Cam was good. Yeah, that Cam Landon was really good. All three apparently. At least again, we're not offensive line experts, but yeah, they all graded out well. All the experts think the interior of the offensive line had a really good game, and it looked like that to the eyes. Right. So, and you're not worried about Lane Johnson. So it comes down to my lot. It's my lot. Now there was communication issues. Kelsey talked about that. And then you know you're on the road week one. Yeah. Have a preseason. That line has never literally never played together. You know. Right. Yeah. No, I I agree. I just. And we said it on the post-game pod. The week one's about figuring out what might be potential issues. Not what are definite, this is going to be a problem all year. What are some things that in five weeks maybe we're going to be talking about? And I, I feel even stronger than the post-game pod that I think the offense, and it's, it is my lotta. You're right. It's, it's my lotta. You're it's my lotta. You'd say it. Yeah. No, no, it is. And yeah. I, that's fair. Right. right. We, in, I think he's a great run blocker. And I think, you know, that we didn't he see got it, he got pushed a lot in pass protection. In pass protection. And look, the, maybe part of that is the firing out and not setting a wall right away. And there is, we had a caller bring that up this week and I thought it was a really interesting point. He's like the way the Eagles, maybe it's part of the reason they struggled a bit last year with it too, is if they're always firing out for an RPO, it's harder to just get back and set up yeah. a wall. And I yep. thought that was a really interesting Well, Kelsey's point. saying the thing about them not running it as much RPO is really, is really interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. It really was. Yeah. So, so, and again, I you'll hear me say this for the next month and then I'll stop. But I'm going to say it for a month because I say it every year for a month and every year I'm like, Elliot, don't let me forget to say this next right. year that I think the first month of the season is like preseason light. Like it is like not fully preseason, but I don't, and I think there are things you can look for. And again, injuries are injuries and those are always going to play a role on how the season plays out. But outside of injuries, 
I just, I'm personally, I'm not going to overact to anything that happens in the first month of the season. I so I, I think that there's a lot of logic in that, and I agree with it. But I also think that again, there, the Bengals, the Bengals started the season 0 2 last year and almost made the Super yeah. Bowl. Like this happens every year. But it mattered that they started 0 2 because then the game wasn't in Cincinnati. Right. And, they, and he was right. won. He was yeah, won yeah. a game yeah, yeah. in this period that's why, where they might not be firing on all cylinders. Right. But I do think, like, we talk about momentum. 2017 team started one and one, I think, right? Yeah, and, then and then two they and almost one. Almost lost. Almost that lost. Third so they game. win that they, game. Again, yep. like that's part of it. You don't, yeah. you might not start the season firing on all cylinders. You're going to get there, is the idea. Yes. But I do think that this team within the first month needs to show special qualities. Like there has to be moments in this first month where we sit there and go, this looks like a Super Bowl team. Or like this win is something that can catapult them. I don't think they're going to go two and two or like one and three. And they probably more than likely will go four and zero. But I do think that like the first month of the season, while it's not who you are, I think it can be a good jumping off point for who you become. I, I, and last year, the Eagles pretty quickly we could see it. Like I agree. week one in Detroit was not people were upset because how the defense was and whatever. But you saw Jalen was awesome. The the AJ was awesome. They scored a ton of points. Week two, Minnesota, like Jalen's coming out party, right? He does the Jordan, which we can do because we're on video. He does like the Jordan thing, or I guess that's not Jordan, but he does this, and uh, like yeah, he has Jordan's a long that. thing to quit. Yeah, that that's. Right. But I think he has the long pass to Quez. He has the great run. Like you saw things like they felt special right off the bat. And I think that while you can for sure be the Bengals and be 0 and 2 and still have a successful year, you know, like. But but hold up. I do think you become special early in the year. I, I sometimes and I think sometimes people become special over the middle of the year. I think people sometimes teams get special at the end of the year. That Giants 9 and 17 that beat the undefeated Patriots weren't special to the end of the year. Right, but that's not a recipe for success. I'm not saying it's it is, a, yeah. but we're talking about an Eagles team that roster-wise we know is ready for the Super Bowl. Like, forget everything else. Roster-wise, we know they're talented enough to make the Super yeah. Bowl. We know the quarterback is talented enough to make the Super Bowl. We know the coach is talented enough to make the Super Bowl. Agreed. So, like, this is not something where we're like, are they a team that can make the Super Bowl? We know they can. And I need to see them put it together, obviously, but I don't think that... And look, you want to see it. But again, even then, the, the 2017 Eagles weren't... They weren't special with the Jake... The Jake Elliott field goal moment was special, but they were not a special football team. That Chargers game week four, they started to look it. The fourth quarter, running the ball, we're like, oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. And then they became a special team. Right. After the first month of the season, Elliott. I'm right. just saying, like, I'm not going to overreact until we're over a month into the season, but I get your... You want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it. I just don't think... That, and look, I don't think they're going to look bad. Like, if they look horrible over the next month, that's a different discussion. Yeah, I think but Thursday I think they nights are solid and good, but maybe not where we need them to be. I'm not going to say they can't be where they need to be come the end of the season because that's when teams really put it together. Well, and that's why where the win matters because the that's why the win matters. The, well, the Bengals thing to your point, they did not play well earlier in the year, and then they improved as it went on. And they lost. But what games. mattered is because they lost, the game was in the totally. game was in Kansas City. Totally, that game's in Cincinnati. Who knows what happens? So from that perspective, it's good. I just, like, you watch Dallas, you watch the Niners, and I would not put the, them ahead of the Eagles yet. I will maintain Eagles number one on my NFC power rankings. But there's no denying, like, they looked impressive. And, and I think, like, that helps build confidence, and it matters. So I, I do think confidence matters. Yeah. I do know I agree with that. I think getting off to hot starts helps teams build in, confidence. In a, and especially in a year which is I think is going to be tough, I again, Pick them to win the Super Bowl begrudgingly. You're the Super Bowl guy. I did pick them to do it, but I think it's going to be a tough year. And I think Sunday showed that. Like, it's a win. They do what they did. Jalen and Nick, 21 and four in their last 25 games. Like, pretty good. They just win. 
but it did feel like a, a slog. Like it did. It, did. it felt like you know I, that's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, no, it is. I mean, but look, it, I just don't want it every season. week. Like I, I, I need know, to. Yeah. I know that, but again, it was the first game sure. of the season. It's because also the only, only one. game. And I think yeah, and I think you've made at first only. We're not talking about any other. Well, I think same <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier. I think in my head, what the distinction is. I'm curious if you agree. I think like one game implies like it was one game where like maybe they were impressive before only it's like the only chance we've had to see yeah, this team. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, but it is the, that's the only thing I'm saying. I get your point. I think they're both accurate. First you're you're right about that. Yeah. Only is, is even more correct. Yeah. So regardless point being that we've only had one chance to see him. And I think you've made a great point on the radio, on this pod throughout the last couple of weeks, especially after the game is coming in. We expected to see this well, well, machine that ended the season. Right. And that was not a fair expectation, especially with no preseason, especially with new guys in the lineup and all that type of stuff with two new coordinators. Like, it's going to take time for this team to find their rhythm. You know what I've been surprised by? Like, a lot of fans don't feel how we feel. I know. Like, I'm and, I, and I'm on the radio. I yeah. know. Like, I, I thought if, you know, inside baseball here. Nailed yes. It. Oh, like, <laughs> we're, all, we're all regular season I, go, you know, buddy. Look, I don't. None of us just say things on the radio for reaction, but I think we do know before we say it what we think the reaction will be. Mm -hmm. I thought if I came out and was like, this was really worrisome, like this could be a red flag, da, 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 that it would be like an, a, ma a massive pushback. And it really wasn't. Like I would say it was maybe 60-40 of positive, but I think there were a lot of Eagles fans. I think fans, that's a fair split. I think a lot of Eagles fans saw that, and I understand why emotionally to watch that, but I think a lot of Eagles fans saw that and were like, ooh. Like that was that was not what we were hoping for. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, it wasn't what I was hoping for. But again, I do think that we have to step back and remember that it's the only game yes. we've seen this season. And again, there are a lot of mitigating factors. Whether it's the lack of preseason, whether it's new coordinators, whether it's new people in the lineup, whether it's the weather in New England, which apparently was pretty bad, especially early game, is what Kelsey yeah. We said. had some callers call in and say that it was tough. What's funny is they actually played better in, when it was raining in the first quarters at least they yeah. went up 16 nothing yeah. i mean the passing game was better as the game went on and yeah. it wasn't rain but the they did build their lead when totally. it was well and, and again look i i think and let's turn the take the you know turn our attention to the viking game but i do think that i like i don't think it's fair to expect to see a great version of the eagles on a thursday night after playing sunday at four like i expect yeah. them to win the football game we'll get into where we're at with that but like again i'm preaching people to give this team time is what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Like, and yes, winning games is important and I'm not going to minimize if they lose, but I don't, I just want to like the team we see on Thursday night is going to be nothing close to the team we see this season. They played a, a tough physical football game on Sunday on the road and they're coming home and playing a game on Thursday night. Like it's going to look sloppy again. Like they're going to be somewhat ugly. Like it's so, a Thursday night football game, which is I, always ugly. You know, I love style points. Mm hmm. Thursday is a bit more of a style point game for me than just, it sounds like I, it is for it's you. It's not. Like, it's not. I didn't think the Patriots... Again, I, the first month of the season, I love zero style point games. Uh, yeah, Zip. that's fair. I, I would like to see them play well. Of course. No, no, no. But no, no, no. I'm not saying from like an emotional perspective. I'm saying as like my analysis of the team, I would like to see the offense play well on Thursday. I think I get your point about gelling in the first month and all that, but like... San Francisco was awesome. Dallas was awesome. They are dealing with similar things that the Eagles are dealing with, right? New play caller for Dallas. And then San Francisco, you have a lot of the same personnel. So I, I agree with you that the first month is probably not who they're going to be, but it was who the first month last year who they were. And I just, I think it's important for the team. And I think it's important to, to believe that like, I need to see the offense play well. Like they are a great offensive team. Yeah, they should oh, be. I, I they have want, a great quarterback. I, they have great receivers. Point. But I, 
But again, not emotionally. I I think like if I they come out on Thursday saying. night and that offensive line struggles again and they score twenty four points, like that's going to be very concerning to me. Yeah. So there I is a bit of style there. points again. For me like, uh, dude, we just saw Joe Burrow put up three points. Do you think this the Bengals season is over? Are you concerned about? No, the but I certainly want to see the Bengals play well in this yeah, next but, game. But, but again, we literally and I know with the one seed, the one seed is a separate discussion. But just in terms of the football team that we will right. see in the playoffs, like the Bengals started the season zero and two last year. And almost got the one seed. And and again, like had three chances to beat Mahomes and Era. They didn't do it. Right. But they should have won that football game. They didn't. No, no, but, but they were in position to win that football game to go to the Super Bowl. Like but I'm saying I'm just it, saying they started 0 2 last year. If we're a Bengals pod and these say go Bengals, I guess, or go Tigers, I don't know what the other whatever. Go cats. Go cats. Yes. Go cats. And there's orange around here. I think we're sitting here and going, yeah, I don't want to see him throw for 82 yards of, again. Of, again. But of, that, that's what I'm saying. No, so, but I know. I understand your point. I understand it. But I'm saying we have to step back and we have to have perspective on this. I agree. I'll be frustrated when we do a post-game pod if their offense looks earmuffs, one, two, three. If it looks shitty against the Vikings, like, I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to be annoyed. Right. Like, I get it. But I'm not going to indict the season because of it. I'm not going to say that this is a problem that is going to persist. I'm not going to indict the season, but if... They, I'm going to give them a month yeah. to, to play themselves I'm gonna, in action. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't feel worse about the team after that one game. If they also play poorly on Thursday, I am going to feel worse about the team. Okay. I get your point about indicting yeah, it. I'm, I'm not saying I'm the not. season's over. Like, again, I'm any not going to be happy, stuff. but I'm not, I'm not going to... It's not, not going to change yet. Again, they went 1-1 one and, one and won the Super Bowl. They almost, I know. They, they should have gone 1-2, and two, and they won the Super Bowl. I know. Like, they, they, were, they were a, a mediocre... We were talking... Jim Schwartz was calling for Doug Peterson's job. Right before they went right, on a right. run to win the freaking yeah. Super Bowl, like I'm not I saying just, they can't I, win. We it. see this every year with teams. Like I, I get your point. I just think we have to, we have to be smart about this. We have to have some right. perspective. We can't overreact. I, I agree. It's about perspective and everything. I'm just letting You're you know. Just saying how you feel. Yeah, I, I would like it. to. And I'm not gonna I, I need to feel. see this team play. I'm well. just saying it, that it does feel a little emotional. Then, if you're talking about it, how you feel, about well, it's maybe it. overreactionary. It I don't. Is. It's but like. Emotionally, yes, of course. Like it'd be awesome if on Thursday night they dominated and the links popping and everyone's happy. Like, yeah, of course. But I just think, like, from a perspective of, I need to, have, I need to start seeing at some point the product that this team is. Right. And you, you are agreeing. You're saying week two is too early. Week that's five. Fine. Yep. That's I'll fine. be like, all right, let, let's go, boys. Time yeah. to go. And yeah. Again, they might be four zero at that point. We might. They have probably will seen be. It. Yeah. I, I get. I just. I get your point. I understand where you're coming from. And obviously, I want that. I am just. And again, look, there's a difference between not playing their best football, winning a game, or playing a tight game or whatever, and looking like crap. Like, mm-hmm. there are different discussions that are had with those things. But if the offense looks similar, like maybe it's slightly better than the New England game, and they win against let the me, Vikings, let me put it this I'll way. be fine. Let me put it this way. I think Thursday night, to me, is more about how they play than the final result. No, it's wins. Stack okay. wins. Dude, you're going against what you said last year. It's about right. stacking it wins. It is about stacking wins. But It's about when the, the Eagles are... The Eagles right now, in my opinion, and again, injuries can change this, are not the close to the best version of the football team that we will see this season. Like, win games while you're not the best version of yourself. But I'm curious in how you feel about that Dallas and San Francisco already look like a great version of themselves. I'm just curious how you, like... So- well, there's so many different facts. I mean, yeah. like, for starters, like, matchups. Probably a better matchup for each of those teams than the Patriots were for the Eagles. Uh, certainly a possibility, at least, or whatever. Like, yeah, the Steelers are a tough matchup, but I think the Giants definitely blow. Steelers, we might have been wrong. We could have been this. wrong for um, sure. I, like after watching, I, I think the Steelers might not be good. I'm, I hand but up. I think hand up so, on that one. Agreed. 
But I think prior to the week, we all would have said the P- the Patriots are probably the easiest but again, opponent. We, yeah, I know. But I think we might have been wrong about the Patriots after hearing. Like, Maybe. And again, I think that front seven's like damn good. I agree. On the Patriots. So, but again, look, who knows? I, I just, I'm nervous about the Steelers. Yeah. But again, I agree with you. Look, I'm not out on the Steelers either. It was one week and it was right. a bad game. Like, I, I think the Steelers could win this week. And they got a tough matchup. Yeah, I, think, I, I think the 40 to nothing Dallas win is like, I the Dallas... I think they, the, Dallas I think, is good for sure, but Dallas the Giants—that that was more about to me. The Giants yeah. suck, and and not just that about like Dallas. I said on the pregame pod, it was my mistake for not just following it. But they've won like now it's like what like twelve of thirteen against the Giants. Like yeah, like there they are certain the franchises yeah. you just own, and there are certain franchises when you walk in their stadium, they're like crap. We're getting we're getting our ass kicked tonight. Yep, like that's mentally, certainly what happened. Yes, and look, let's be honest. It's not like Dak looked good, which is a big part of what we talked about. Well, it like, is the crazy. Defense was amazing. Their defense was amazing against Daniel Jones. It is crazy. They scored forty points, and Dak didn't throw a touchdown, and CD didn't catch one. Yeah, that's I mean. It's hard to do. 40 points without yeah. your quarterback and your number one yeah. receiver. It's hard. Getting any fantasy points. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. Big time fantasy points, yeah. Right. So, and, and look, I get it. Like, I understand why Eagles fans are frustrated when they see those two teams and, and the Eagles look like they did. It's just week one. I'm just, I can't, I can't overreact to it. I, yeah. It's where I'm at. Like, I, I, I'm just not as concerned as other people. I mean, as it seems, other people are. Yeah, you're not. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and we'll find out. I, like... If I was making my prediction today, I would still pick the Eagles to come out of the NFC. And if I had to make, as I said, I think if they get there, they're not going to lose the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So my prediction has not changed. I don't feel worse about them. I just, I need, I, to, I need to see something. I get it. You've been waiting all off season. Yeah. And you're, you're, like you're, it's time to, you know, Thursday night's right. time. I need to see I, again, the offense I play see well. It. I want to see it on Thursday night. I'm just letting you know I'm not going to indict. Like, I'm just not going to come on and be like season, unless they're injuries, which change things. Right. I'm not going to come on and be like, well. That's a bad football team I see there. Like, I'm just not going to No, do no, that. Well, I don't think any— I don't, Or, or, or uh, this team's not winning the Super Bowl. Like, I, I will well, never say that this early in the season. I don't think anybody will. But I do think we can start to shape our opinion of this team. Like, like you're saying you're not going to change your opinion of this team, barring, you know, they lose the next game is like Look, 35 I, to nothing each week. things. Like, I'm definitely, with the injuries, concerned about the back end and the defense. Like, yeah. there are things that I can point to. I don't think they're— And again, like, I don't think that this is the best version the Eagles will see this season— so yeah, there are things that I'm concerned about, but I'm just not, again, I'm not going to take the performance from week one and say, look, and they might be, again, my lot of might be a problem in pass pro, but I'm not going to look at this and say, oh, that's, yeah. that's going to be a real issue because I don't know yet. You It'll know? be interesting to see what version of the team we do get on Thursday. Yeah. Because and- like weather's going to be good, home home field mm-hmm. advantage, home opener, a Viking team, which we'll get into, that I think like does present some problems, but certainly not, it's not Dallas or San Francisco. Well, let's get, or- yeah, that's good. Let's get into it real quick. I download the bet part of Sportsbook Casino app. If you missed week one, you missed us losing our first parlay, which is, you know, what we do here. Well, look, we got too aggressive with we it. We got too aggressive. We There's no, the no other way to get around it. Knew it in the moment. There's no other we way to get around calls it. In there. Some real bad calls in there. Also, I mean, who the hell saw LA beating Seattle by 20 That was absurd. The, the Vikings, obviously. Which we'll get to. We'll get yeah. to. That I was told absurd. you, remember, I was like, man, watch out for the Bucs. Could be all right. Yeah. I don't think the Bucs are good. <laughs> I don't but, need but, but you know what, though? I think they can win that division. That division is is not good. I don't think they can win that division. I think New Orleans probably the best team in that division, but eh, I don't know. It's an I think division. it's yeah, New Orleans and Atlanta, in my opinion. I, I, yeah. I'm, dude, Desmond Ritter, bad. He is bad, but like he's real He's bad. probably the second best quarterback right now. I mean, well, Bryce Young. Maybe not. I, I take that back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Baker was the be- was better than both yeah. in week one for what it's worth. Guys played a lot of NFL yeah. games. Uh, look, 
I'm just saying the beautiful thing. I will be betting on the Bucks. The beautiful thing is you can bet on all this stuff if you want to. If just download the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. There's so many awesome ways to bet on games. We're gonna go through every game on the slate, the week two slate tomorrow. We're gonna pick our parlay, which we will promise we'll be less aggressive with. You can bet on it on yeah. the site. We're making this commitment. We're making no more than three teams. No more. We're going to make this That's serious. It. We're going to freaking win yeah. some money. You can win some money too. And there's so many other ways to win. You can bet on individual player performances. You can do parlays, teasers, and so much more. And here's a great deal for you. If you sign up now, new users, you make a $10 winning bet. You get $125 in sportsbook bonus mm. back. It is a great bet. Winning bets, $10 winning bet, $125 in sports bonus back. Again, it is a great deal. You can find out more about it at betparks.com. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? Call one Andrew Gambler. So I had a moment with a window Uh-oh. this morning. Oh, no. So it is crazy how much it's rained recently. It's been coming down, buddy. Dude, like nonstop, too. So first of all, we actually never talked. <laughs> we actually never talked about this. We said we were going to. Maybe we'll get into it at the end. My flight to Oh, yeah. To I, Boston. I realized after the pod, I was like, yeah. I, I tried to talk, and then you're like, let's do it at the end. And then we yeah, yeah, yeah. There. So my flight to Boston didn't end up in Boston. Mm-hmm. Got canceled three times because of rain. Told you guys about weather. No one wanted to listen. <laughs> but so that that storm aside, there was another, like it felt like it rained for like 12 straight hours yeah, was, and like fairly hard. So I'm down in my basement. I'm working out. And I look, and my window is ground level, but there's like, I can't explain it. It's like a little thing but regardless there is water built up outside my window but you know what happening it wasn't coming in oh buddy dry as a bone by that freaking window <laughs> you want to know why because i have good windows yep. and i was sitting there while i was working out outside of thinking i don't want to work out but thinking if i had bad windows like imagine how different my day would be there'd be water coming in i'd have to like call chris who's on a trip and be like yo we have a problem like so here's the thing that i cannot emphasize more as i've learned more about windows throughout my life and through this window nation process you have to be proactive about your windows. Like you have to think about it. And when the, uh, when we met with the window nation rep and you'll remember his name, cause I'm bad with names. Uh, Bill, Bill, when Bill came in, that's what he said. Like window nation. What's great about them is when you meet with them, they can get you your windows quicker. You don't have to sit and then be like, all right, I'm going to wait six months. And then a month later you're like, wow, I really need windows right now. They'll help you out with it. And it's important to get in front with the winter coming. Like, yes. Like it does take a few days for them to get out and get you the windows and do all that stuff once you order them and all that. Like get on it now because you want to make sure your winters are taken care of before it gets cold and gross right. and snowy I'm trying and to think of how freaking proud Kristen would be of me if I was proactive about fixing a, a window. Oh really any problem. Yeah. But a window, especially something household related. Except for years. I would you, be you a different. Every, hey, hey, hey. Remember when I fixed that window? Different man right. in her eyes. But why else should you pick be a man yeah yeah that's the first step (laughs) why else window nation save up to 50 percent with the purchase of house of windows as interest and mortgage rates climb and continue to climb and i love mortgage rates i talk about them all the time to the point where kristen's like stop talking about them it's embarrassing you love talking about. i wouldn't say you're a big fan of no no no. i love to be like switchers yeah 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 window nation i got a good one yeah good about it window nation still keeping zero percent interest for two years and we all know look you hear about all the time the more windows you buy, the more you save 50% off plus a lot more. Pay nothing for two full years. It's another amazing deal on windows that deliver more for your home. They consistently have great deals. I thought when we first started and they were showing some of the deals, I was like, this will be gone in a month. Mm-hmm. So call Window Nation. Go to windownation.com. Tell them GoBird sent you. And they'll probably have a great deal for you. Oh, they have all kinds, like insane deals. Yes. Honestly, I, I asked Bill when he was in. I'm like, like, how do you do these? It, it doesn't seem like you guys can be a business. Math, man. Let me tell you. It offers these kinds of deals. Math is yet, a wild thing. And yet they do. Well said, man. Yeah. Some people say the world runs on it. 
Uh, all right. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Numbers. Be a good final thought if you held there that. You go. Uh, yes. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all right, uh, let's start with the injuries, and then we'll get to a big picture start of the game. Uh, obviously, the Eagles banged up for this game. Uh, Garofolo tweeting out just a bit ago. It looks like Kenny Gamewell will not be a go for this game. It looks like Bradbury, which is the least surprising with the concussion right. that quickly. Turnaround, not going to play in the game. Uh, Fletcher Cox looks like he might give it a go. So um, I will say... Obviously, Nicobe is out. They're, they're beat up a little bit. The, the Vikings also has some injuries. Their starting center is going to be out, which, you know, coming off Jalen Carter. Big Carter's deal, absolutely. Big-time rookie performance. Marcus Davenport, Ma- yeah. Marcus Davenport might be out. So their second on best both edge sides. Then again, a Thursday night game. So these teams, you know, physically... And their best tackle is dealing with an ankle injury. So the Vikings are banged up. Now, we're recording this a Wednesday at 2.30. By the time you listen to it, the injury report will probably be out. So we'll have some of these answers. But to your point, I would not be surprised if Bradbury doesn't play. The really interesting one to me is Reed Blankenship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. That was, I knew yeah. that was one I wasn't mentioning. Yep. So that didn't seem like a big deal. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Garrett Foles, like, he might not be able to go. If Reed doesn't play, they're in serious That's a problem. They're in serious trouble because he's that, like the only guy you he's trust. He's the only good on the safety they have right now. The only good safety or linebacker. He's the only guy you trust right. in that foursome, whatever that's going to be. Right. If they were, if you were asked to power rank the safeties and the linebackers, N'Kobe and Reed would have hey, been Reed. one Reed's and two. One. Reed would have been number one. Just because he's proved it so yes. far. Or at least more. So, so the read thing is, is really bad. Yeah. Going against a team, then we'll talk about it, like really. TJ Hawkinson and Justin yes. Jefferson and Jordan, Jordan Addison, Addison, like good throw. passing team. Yeah. So that's a major problem. I mean, I do think too, it's it's worth pointing out this team is now dealing with more injuries than it felt like they dealt with last year. I know Chauncey missed time and Maddox missed time, but at that point they were already, you know, twelve and one or whatever it was. Like you felt really good about where they were at. This feels like more of a pressing need type of situation, like urgency thing. So if it's not Reed... Well, Jordan Davis last year, too, and they went out and got yep, Sue and, yeah. and Joseph. So it didn't feel like it, but they did have an injury that hurt them, and yes. they went and got someone. So people. so Reed might So when's he going to go get someone? What are we doing here? Well, at this point, it's maybe a linebacker. I don't I mean, think Reed... Evans in the practice squad is not... Yes, which is thrilling. a fine move. Fine, but, fine. But the fact that he's all on a practice squad it yeah, tells you what yeah. you need to know. 150 tackles last year, but I mean, yeah, The fact great. that they elevated Moreau is like, okay, great. Well, I'm surprised <laughs> they did that, to yeah. be honest. I guess they had to with how, like, the, the machinations that, of yeah. the roster thing works, but so you think Evans more likely to play than Morrow? J- no, no, no. I think Justin Evans is going to start. Is what no, I'm no, talking no, about no, the no. safeties. Right okay, now. I was talking about the linebacker. Okay, okay. so we'll, do what do you want to start with? You want no, safeties? safeties. Okay. Well, Justin Evans played the whole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's well, definitely but, started, but I didn't think he played well. Like in a right. world, yeah, yeah, in a I world know. where Reed is healthy, I wonder if like they would have cut Edmonds Justin Evans' Brown. snaps. But now I think with 
with Reed out potentially, you're going to play so you think Evans. It's Edmonds or Brown. My guess is Edmonds. It must be. I mean, they yeah. barely. Brown got zero defensive snaps. And the tough thing is, if they were playing the Patriots, I'd feel more comfortable about putting Sidney Brown out there because I don't think the Patriots have a deep threat. I don't think they're going to test the safeties a ton. But like, I could. I have a. I can picture a world vividly where Sidney Brown is playing. He's too aggressive on a play, and Jordan Addison's behind sure. him. So that's the concern I think with the safeties. Yeah, I mean, there's no good option. Like we can't sit here and and be like, well, don't worry, they're gonna put Terrell Edmonds in. And Terrell Edmonds is a fine player. He's had a good NFL career. He's more of an in the box safety. Justin Evans is your deep safety is a concern. Like if they're gonna play single high with him, I think that's a concern. It's a concern with Sidney. So they just don't have the personnel at safety right now. Like yeah, it's there's no be, other way to say it. If well, he doesn't play, be, they're they're in tough spot. Well, the defensive line is gonna have to dominate the game for them. Like, yeah, this is from a defensive perspective. Obviously, they have to score points. Like you know, we already talked about yeah, this that. one's like, on the offense. This one's on the offense. You're going into this yeah. game saying the offense has to win this game, but for talking from the defensive side of the football, we just talked about those matchups. The the Vikings offensive line not good to begin with. Yeah, good tackles, bad interior, very bad, bad, interior. really bad guards. Yes, yeah. and the and, and now missing their starting center was easily the best of that trio in there. Yes, so we're and we're well, talking and their about backup center is bad, is bad, bad. Yeah. Like we're talking like one of the worst in football. Yeah, and then you add in the fact that like the Eagles' strength last week, I know it was, was not, the interior. It was the interior? I mean, all these stats coming out and forever. Football stats can be a little, you know, it's like the get off time. It's like well, right. only like, training camp. We're talking stats. about point, yeah, but we're talking yeah. about like he's point six to point seven to point nine. Like, like I, I can't conceptualize how much it matters, how they calculate it, all right. this stuff. Like, I don't, I'm gonna it. But the stats but are what wild. It's worth, like Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, and Milton Williams were the three fastest. That is wild. Off the ball last to have week. all like, three in the same team. It's is crazy. Insane. And I thought Milton Williams played well. We didn't talk. about I agree. Him at all like so, I think between how good Jordan Davis looked, how great Jalen Carter looked, how good Fletcher Cox looked especially late in the game yeah. and how good Milton Williams look like defensively like boys in the middle eat, yeah this is their game have to and a non-mobile quarterback yeah, and, and a quarterback Kirk Cousins who, who if you get him off his spot yeah 100 percent. so this so, is a, this is the matchup that that that's if the Eagles win the game that's that's defensively one of the reasons they'll win it um the linebacker I mean you want to talk about your boy how I you mean I'm, I'm devastated yeah what do you want me to say like yeah. I thought look I I know there was uh, some hits and misses in the first. He played. He was good against the run, bad against the pass. Yeah, and and uh, yeah. Well, and I think he got you know the size was an issue at certain times, but I also thought he was around the ball like always. I agree. The ball was somewhere. Like Nicobe was in on it. Like I thought as far as it goes for his first start, like it was fine. I was like encouraged with it. It's just a kick in the junk, man. So here's my here's my Nicobe take in the junk. Yeah, and, and and here's what I'll say. Like, and I still love the kid. Like I am certainly backing off my you know. Just because I think that's a really tough injury for a kid who hasn't played a lot to well, come and, and play football again. So this is what I was going to say. I think this is a bigger deal for N'Kobe than it is the Eagles. I agree. It sucks for the Eagles, but I think like this super 100%. sucks for N'Kobe. That's my point. Yeah. It's like, I, like, it really sucks for him. Like, Didn't I don't know play how... his rookie year. Now he's going to miss four weeks here. And then he get back. Like It's tough. I mean, it's a foot injury. Now he's not... Look, if there's one place his size is going to help right? him, yeah. yeah. You would think it wouldn't be as tough with the cardio, but... Yeah, I mean, it just, it, it sucks, sucks for Nakobe. It, it sucks. Does. And I agree. I didn't think, like, he wasn't, like, special, but he certainly, I didn't think, against the run, I mean, he ra- he graded out as their best run defender. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, And then, as the pass, he was not as good. But the right. whole, I mean, Zach Cunningham was terrible against yeah. the pass, too. So, I think it sucks mostly for Nakobe. He's going to miss the time. He's going to have to come back. I think they're going to give him his job back. I in- think so, too. A, I think so too. Look, in a world where, like, for some odd reason, Christian Ellis is awesome and Moreau is... You never is, know what could happen. But, I, yeah, so I, go I, get somebody. Like, how we might see this week and see the Vikings tear those dudes up and be like, all right, I'm getting Yeah, we're going to, to get someone. Right. Like, I'm giving up a six-round draft pick for this guy or whatever. Yeah, or you know? 
I or doubt some, it'd be more than that, but right. Well, I know I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like, instead of just saying, no, I, right, I we're doubt sign it would be more a pe- than a six. Right. Yeah. I, I'm saying I don't think it would be. I'm saying, but I, I would be fine giving something up instead of just signing random yes. dudes off the street. Yes. I think if they stick with the same people, their inclination is to give Nicobe his job back. But it just sucks for a young guy to lose his lose a, lose a chance. Like, whatever yeah. else everyone wants, you know, I've been Mr. Nicobe and all that, but like, forgetting it, like, whether you yeah, think he's he's someone you want to root for, everyone should be rooting Yes. And so I think. It it hurts the Eagles. I think this weekend, uh, this Thursday, especially I against the Vikings, it's not good. But let's be honest, Nickobe couldn't guard TJ Hawkinson anyway, no. so it, re- it really didn't matter. No. But I just think it it sucks for Nickobe. Yeah, it really. I'm I'm super super bummed about it. Like it was honestly the single thing that makes me the saddest out of the yeah. performance. Like, but period. So I, my guess is they'll start Christian Ellis. They'll put Cunningham next to him. They'll bring Mor- Moreau's already been brought up, so he'll get snaps. Rashawn Evans, I don't think will be brought up. They really. Can, well, because they can just only just an extra guy. I mean, though. You know? Well, so this is what's tough, and I'm okay with Covey it. And Zippa, yeah, you like can I'm only a... bring up two. I thought it was three. It's two. Oh, I thought it was. So three. I thought it was three two. I looked it up and saw two. Oh, I could okay, be wrong. I thought it was three. I so... did. T- I did two, and I could be wrong about this, okay. but I'm almost positive it's two. So Sipos and Covey would be the ones that are right, elevated. Sure. Well, they were the only ones elevated. They were last the only week. ones last week, but I didn't know they might not have wanted to elevate somebody. Right. I don't know. You know. So if you're gonna have your kick ri- now, if it was up to me. I would not elevate Covey. And I would have Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus return yeah. punts, but they are going to, I would guess, they're going to elevate Covey. I think, I think that's clear. Unless they really think they need Evans. But that would be the decision to make. Yeah. Yeah. And look, they're, they're also maybe more uh, potential to elevate guys with inactives. And you got a bunch of injuries yeah. and maybe you have guys, you know, so it could change the math a little bit and all that. But yeah, so it, the Nicobe thing is frustrating and I'm bummed about it. But what about, I mean, I want to say, I don't think he's like your boy. But what do you like? Any more thoughts on Penny? Because so Sirianni, I don't know if you heard. Like, I didn't. Okay, no, so Sirianni was on uh, with me and Gilio, and he was asked about it, and he said, he said, well, you know, for this week, Penny was running back number four, and it wasn't like uh, he is. That's what he's going to be. Blah, blah blah. I thought it was noteworthy. He said that on their depth chart, Penny mm-hmm. was number four currently. No, it's interesting. And it didn't seem like a matchup thing. Look, he's gonna. Be, we're gonna see. He's gonna play this week. It's a question of if he'll get on the field. If he doesn't get on the field this week, then that's a concern. Yeah. You know? Well, and look again. I I love Penny as a signing. He's done nothing yeah. since being here that is as you know blown me away. I but what's tough with the Penny thing is, all right. So they have four running backs. Boston Scott's gonna be up every week because he returns kicks. Gainwell is going to be up because clearly they view him as their best running mm-hmm. back. I don't think they would ever put Swift down as a healthy scratch, do you? I mean, they traded a fourth I mean, for him. And and Sierra was like, ever you know, oh, two touches for DeAndre. Right, we gotta do more than that, right? Yeah. So it kind of just seems like Penny's the odd man out, like barring injury, which they're dealing with already on offense. I don't see how he gets up. It might be again. Look, we maybe they're they're short on a, a defensive lineman yeah, one time. And or, again, we just don't know. Like we, uh, Sirianni is so cagey with all this stuff. Like I originally thought maybe they were keeping Penny fresh for Thursday. I don't think that if he answered the question that way. But I thought right. maybe they were like, hey, you know what? We got a game on Thursday. Let's keep one of these guys down. Penny's not going to play as much because Gamewell's the guy. Like let's keep. Yeah. Him. Well, he doesn't play special teams too, which, which is hurts which him. is a big part. Which hurts of it. him. So. I, I am, uh, you know, I, I'm not as, I mean, I'm, I, I love the penny signing. I love the upside of it, but again, I need to see him. And it's funny to, to see us take these kind of opposite sides now. Cause I was not high on the penny signing as we know, but I like, I don't think Gainwell's better than penny. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, mean, look, I, I don't think all think. these guys, in my opinion, all these guys are basically the same, yeah. except I think Swift is probably who I would put one. But again, I think Swift is, he's so far and away the best pass catcher, but like, is he a good running back? Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, and it's like. They need to go get a running back if this is their plan. So I saw you tweet about the Taylor thing, and last time we discussed this, we fought, and I, right. I didn't hate it. 
I saw your tweet and my gut initial reaction when I saw it was like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, if they're going to use a clear cut well, number one. at this point now, because now it's not a case of, of a holdout and a contract. Like, it's just go get the guy and have him play the rest of the season for you. Like, I don't, yeah. think, I don't think you have to give him a contract anymore. I agree. At this point. It's at not this the point, preseason. It's just yep. go get this guy in here. He'll want to play and get a contract next season. Like, go get him. I'm, I'm fully in. But here's my question. All right. Let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Ask me. If you're going to trade a draft pick, are you trading one for that? Are you trading one for a safety or linebacker? Well, you know where I fall on this. I know. Offense always. Yeah. But, like, I, you know? I, look, the linebacker safety thing's a concern. I would rather trade a fourth-round pick for Jonathan Taylor than Buda Baker, like, to simplify it. I but think I would trade for Buda Baker of those two. I'm more in on Buda Baker than I used to be, to be Buda completely Baker's honest. really good. Well, and it's mostly, like, the safety. Desperate need. Yeah. I think a bigger need than right. It just need like in terms of if you look at the player that he is replacing talent level. Like I think there is a much wider gap between Buda Baker and Terrell Edmonds, right, whoever well, it is. Let me ask you this: versus Jonathan Taylor and Kenny Gainwell. So you're sitting here right now. Let's pretend you're Howie. You're in the office, and you have two deals on the table: a fourth for Taylor, a third for Buda. I'm trading for Buda. No, no, I'm saying, would you do both? <laughs> I mean, there's there's no reason you can't. Super I'm just like I'm. I'm serious. Like, yeah, I would consider. Would it. you? Look, would you invest in those an players? Extra second for next year. You just have what you you believe organizationally. And we, Was a, and that's a good point. Could a be super a strong great draft. draft, and thus maybe the draft capital less important than kind of building around this group. Yeah, I think I'd consider it for sure. Can you imagine if Howie traded like for Buddha and JT? Oh, uh, like, I mean, people would go wild. <laughs> yeah, and. The Buddha thing, look, I, I I don't know if the relationship with Gannon well, is, yeah, is, is going to help the negotiations there, but the the needed safety is real. But the 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 issue with Buddha is, I do think they're going to want Sydney on the field eventually. And if you have Buddha and Reed, you're really blocking Sydney. Yeah, not true. only not only for this year, but for the future. Well, yeah, yeah well, because yeah, Buddha got a new contract, right? So that well, and also sense. like you're not trading a third for Buddha if you're going to let him walk. Jonathan right. Taylor, at least you can say he's a running back. It's a fourth, yeah. like it's not they ideal. But can you imagine they would be trading? And you two, have nothing there for what be it's trading worth. Two fourths this offseason for running backs, though, which is that's a good point. Howard. That is, that's yeah. a good point. Not, not his style. That, that's what's more surprising about the Swift thing. It's like, is he traded? They traded something of substance, and they just. But that's what makes me concerned about Swift is that he came in here with like the they job, must think he's a bad runner. The job to lose. They must think he's a bad runner. That's because my point. They must think he's a bad I, or he's I, not or he's a bad running back for their system or whatever well because the, the coaches will do the thing where they go like oh we don't know who's out there at running back we just like cycle him like no man you ran kenny gainwell like 14 <laughs> times kenny like you very easily gainwell. could have been like oh by the way like get kenny, kenny well, out again isn't that why nick sirianni doesn't call plays right so you can yeah. be on top of all these things seriously right like, i agree that, like, yeah that's, that's his, a good point that's why he gave it all up yeah so if you're gonna give it all up then you need to be able the to goddard be thing, so that you can't be like i had no idea he was in the game yeah. you're not calling the plays bro the goddard thing is more circumstantial where like once the ball snapped the coverage who knows like i can see a world where yeah Jalen didn't see him look Jalen didn't have a good game we yeah. can all say that and and i think the aj brown again i keep coming back to that aj brown quote and i think it was for Jalen. i think it was for the whole offense aj brown was like belichick threw stuff at us we hadn't seen he's like yep. we were confused is what he said like aj, AJ he is i love him being honest but he needs to stop talking well no, no, no. like i love it as a content creator, of course but, but if i'm a player i'm, I'm not the a huge Eagles, fan yeah. yeah i mean the dude said he knew we were gonna lose in the yeah Super Bowl. i mean like i'm with you if i'm the eagles i'm like hey aj do like, us a favor. we love you buddy T just a little bit tighten yeah. up a little bit but, well, I'm sure that's how they felt about Sirianni saying the uh, the preseason thing. But again, with this specific thing with with AJ, like I, it it hits me. Like yeah. I, I do think that that like when I look back at that game, I I think we have to really consider that I think they they were 
confused from what they were seeing and stuff. And look, that has to come back on the coaching staff. Like, again, I think we felt it right after the game. And the further I get away from this, and I'm not concerned long-term, but what did I say to you coming in when I was, you know, I've been Mr. Rah-Rah and really positive, but I said, if I had to pick one of these things, mm-hmm. one of the many issues that we talk about, the schedule, this, that, that could hurt this season. It's like the two coordinators thing. The, yeah. the coaching thing is the most real to me. Like that feels like that could uh, be and an I'm, issue. I'm not and I don't as... know if it's the coordinators as much as Sirianni or whatever, but like the coaching was bad, bad. Yeah. They got out coached. They got out coached. Bill Belichick and Bill O'Brien on Sunday, period. Both sides of the ball. And the and, special, and special teams, teams. Yeah. Like outside dude, of Jake Elliott. To have coaching. Reed run off and then to have to burn a timeout and only have 10. Two. Yeah. Did two, times. two timeouts were burned on special teams. I mean, that's, that is, that is like, unacceptable like yeah we, i agree we use the word unforgivable for the fumble with jalen on sunday night and it's i was a strong I it was word, a little strong a little yeah. strong but like i think this is like unforgivable yeah because like, this unacceptable is acceptable this stuff. is way more within your control. exactly yeah. and again this is like that's sloppiness that's that's like that that's the easiest part of coaching like yes. the scheme also like that's the hard stuff like yeah, the, the subbing should be the easy part it's like we go back to the thing with the, the ryan kerrigan and uh who's the other one where it's like he li- uh, uh jj or take a white side yeah where they line up in the right place he's lining yeah. up in the right place like yeah that's the baseline you guys should be lining up in the right place with the right amount of players at the right time every bleeping time i agree and i know it's gonna happen i know they're gonna, but for it to be that apparent week one like yeah that i don't like that i i agree so I agree they were out coached. Now, again, to kind of come for us full circle for I guess we have to make our Vikings pick. Yes. Because, but like the bigger concern for me was still how the players played and it was not the coaching. Like for that game. For that game, I, I was I, more I concerned. I would very disagree with that. I think okay. I think the way the players played was in large part because they were not prepared from a coaching well, perspective. Well, yes, it's all be. it's all connected. But yeah, but that's my point. Like I don't like Jalen, like I don't think Jalen played horribly. I just don't think he knew what he was looking at a lot of no, times. No, no, like, I'm just saying like, the offense like Lane Johnson and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jordan Mailata, you're saying, and yeah. I get that, but I think that's also part coaching. I think that's also the situations these guys were put in and not adjusting throughout the game and all that type of yeah. thing. Yeah, you could be right. So yeah. my biggest thing was coaching. I'm yeah. Well, Thursday night. Thursday night, Thursday night against the Vikings. Kevin O'Connell-led team. Kirk Cousins in prime time. Yeah, so here's here's my here's my concerns for the game. Oh, God. Uh-oh. I think hey. it's a tough spot. Uh-huh. I think the Vikings really, really need me. to win. Uh-huh. They're the more desperate team. Um, I think their strengths really add up and directly go to the Eagles' weaknesses. Like this is going Justin Jefferson, Jordan like Addison, tough when you only have one corner. The middle of the field, TJ Hawkinson, like way better than Hunter Henry. Like the TJ Hawkinson and Kirk Cousins duo is way better than Mac Jones, Hunter Henry, and Mike Jacecki. Maybe. I, yeah, again, definitely. I, I think Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is is closer to Kirk, or, or certainly will be, but is closer to Kirk Cousins than you are making him out to be. I was not impressed with him. Mac Jones throws the ball, but whatever. So I think the Vikings present some real problems. I think the defense is going to give up a lot of points. Um, I think that to your point, I think the way that they the their best their best coverage against Justin Jefferson, and Jordan Addison is Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, and Jordan Davis blowing it up. That's their best coverage. But if if they don't for whatever reason, then, and look, rookies are inconsistent, all those things. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have time in the pocket. I don't yet have faith that this offense, because of my concern with the offensive line, can win a shootout. They're not a team that's won shootouts, right? If when it's like touchdown for touchdown. I think it's a tough spot. I think they're going to lose. Horrible take. I'm Bad picking Vikings 30, Eagles 27. Wow. 
The Vikings are. I think the Vikings might be bad. Like they bad. might be. They lost the the Tampa Bay Bucks. They tonight. might, be, but it's week one. And look, as it's you week say. one. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, look, I get the matchup stuff and all that. I just the the Vikings are going on the road on a Thursday night, coming to Philly, where there's been a house of horrors for Agreed. the football team. Like sometimes, sometimes, like we just talked about just a moment ago with the Cowboys and the Giants. Like sometimes teams just have other teams' numbers. Yeah. And I think these, the Eagles have the Vikings number. I think they have Kirk Cousins' number. I think it's going to look a lot like last year. I don't think it'll be 24 to 7, but I think they win this game. Not handle it, but I think it's like a 10 point win. You know I'll what's crazy about I'll go. I'll go the Eagles win 30 to 20. 30 to 20. Thursday night right. football. What's crazy about the last year's game is 24 to 7. I remember it being a blowout, but they got three interceptions off Kirk Cousins. They held Jefferson to seven yards. I'm surprised it wasn't more than 24. Well, it could have been. They were up 24 to 7 early. And they pulled, they, well, they scored their I don't think the there was 24. a single point score by either team the entire second That's half. That's what I mean. Yeah. So it was one of those. Look, the Eagles had a lot of those last year where they just kind of got a lead and kind of stood on it yep. and kind of hung out. And I think we saw a little bit in week one, even. You know, I think this right. team is used to getting out in front and kind of playing from the front and maybe not putting pedal to the metal, especially early in the season. And that's a different discussion. Um, but. Look, I do agree with the spot. You know, you're coming home. You had a tough win on the road. Yeah. It's a Thursday night. I do short think week, two new short coordinators. Week, a lot of injuries as shown. I think that game was physical. Like that yeah. Patriots Eagles games of, of playing in the of rain. All the games that I watch in Week One, like Titan Saints was very physical. Like there weren't that many games that felt like a real, yeah, like, physical football. That game. one looked like you were very tired at the end. Eagles of it. Patriots was like that. So mm -hmm. I do think that there's a tough spot coming home on a Thursday night and all that injuries. I just think the Vikings on the road on a Thursday night, Kirk Cousins with the bright lights. Like, yeah. it just happens too often for me to and, ignore it. And the Eagles injuries are big, but I think the Vikings injuries are probably bigger. Like, the I well, Bradbury's right there. Yeah, the, if the it's funny. They're you know Bradbury and Bradbury. Bradbury. Yeah, yeah, Bradbury, Bradbury. Right. But it, you know what it is? I think it's the combination of Bradbury and Blankenship that is the most concerned. Yes. For agreed. this specific yep. game and this specific matchup. Yeah, and that is I agree concerning. with that. So, uh, all right. Um, We'll be back tomorrow with the pod. Obviously, uh, uh, pick every single game. We won't force you to let this Elliot pick this next one. You know, yeah. Because we already know what it is. Oh, yeah, okay. Item covering goods. If they're a seven and a half point favorite in this Well, game, you see it's down to six and a half? It's down to six and a half? It's moving, yeah. Because of the injuries. Yeah. It's not great. Well, still six and a half point favorite. It wouldn't surprise me if it got to like four and a no half, No way. Five. It will not get that low. Okay. I'll bet you everything I have it doesn't get that low. Well, I don't know if we I think it's going to. I think it's going to end at seven. Okay. That's Fair. my guess. Um, all right. Uh, final thoughts, my friend. Um, man, to be honest, I don't have one. Wow. Dude, I'm telling you, like, so I will, I feel like my life has been crazy hectic recently. Like in radio yeah, all the time, I like it, the Eagles, two games back to back. My flight got canceled, going on vacation next week. It's just like, I, I feel like every waking minute that I have, I'm like, doing something and I don't have as much time to like think of random observations. I could probably think of one if I really did, but I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to force it, you know, I want to make it up. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's fair. I'm a little disappointed in you. I know. Hey, like, I don't know what to tell like you. It's the regular season. I've been studying like, all the bike. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, earmuffs, one, two, three. Okay. Earmuffs, earmuffs, one, two, three. Fuck you to the piece of shit Yikes. who stole my bike delivery out of my house yesterday an electric bike for Zoe to take for Emily to take Zoe to school every day. Someone stole a bike off of. Hold on, a delivery. It got delivered to my house. Someone, what time was this? This was uh, ten minutes before I got home. It was like ten forty-five. You don't normally get stuff delivered. To I your don't. House. And we talked a lot about whether we should do it to the house, but it was such a big package. We right, right. Fuck <laughs> you, you dumb 
piece of shit. I hate you. <laughs> that sucks. I'm so angry. Like, I feel violated. Honestly, I feel, I do. I feel well, violated. I, I feel, mean, I text you all the time on my package. I'm like, but this is like a multiple thousand dollar package, right? Yeah. This is like not a, a fucking joke. No, no, I agree. Right. Yeah. It's super, I'm, super sucks. I'm furious. Yeah. I'm so angry. What do you do now? I, I, I called the bike place. I'm waiting for them to get back to me. I'm going to have to call MasterCard, which I bought right. with and hope that there's insurance for this. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm furious. Did you get a notification? I called the police. I had to wait for the police to come over. Oh, wow. A, find a police report. It's a, of course. Yeah. It's a couple grand. Wish I could have helped. You know, I'm I would have. You were on the yeah. radio. I, oh, yeah. Good point. I thought about it. I was Damn. hustling home and I was like, oh, no. <sighs> yeah. I mean, look. It super sucks when packages. I'm get so yeah. mad. I hate you. I hate you. I hope you're listening. I hope. I actually hope you're a Gobert. So I can tell you. To I don't stop think they'd be a Gobert. To stop listening. I hate you. I never want you to listen to anything I do ever again. And I, like, I, I, I want horrible things to happen to that person. It That's sucks. How I feel. Stealing packages is it's, so. It's dark. It's yeah. Dark. It is a dark. Because also, like, you don't really know do. what's in there. Like, it's just annoying. It could be annoying. like something for like someone's health. It could be something like there's like if you sell a pack and not a huge bike, but you could sell a package off someone's. It could be like medication right. for a person. That's be, like, yes. Like there's all kind. It could be a, a a breathing monitor that people have to use because they have some sort of health right. issue. Like yes. there's all this. It is a it is a dark. And it's extremely grimy. Up thing to well, do. like so this is a much smaller example, but like we uh we got our initial wedding invitations last year stolen off our porch, and it's like. What do you really, yeah, I know you don't you do know what's in there, but that's the point. Like you just grab a box because yeah. you see it. Like, what are you really going to do with those wedding invitations? Yeah, so Other I'm than furious. maybe come to the wedding. I'm, I'm livid. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would be very, very upset. So, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yeah. I just had to use my final thought to tell that guy that. I well, good that. earmuffs. Yeah. The big that. time. Yeah, that's big why, time. that's why I emphasize the earmuffs and yes. I apologize to all the parents out there, but sometimes some people need to be put in their place. Yes. I, the, hate, I hate that. Like, producer Tucker. Soul. <laughs> producer Tucker. Yeah, I forgot that was on the YouTube. My bad, Todd. His work, his work cut out yeah, for him. I am very sorry, buddy. This was on me. <laughs> yeah. It, I know, honestly, it's on the yes, yes, yes. POS who took my car. It's not your took fault. my bike. It's not right. my fault. No, no, no. But the cursing was my fault. I could have controlled it, but I... We just lost a lot of ad revenue. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got to pick my daughter up. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, uh, Bet Park's Pick Spot will be 11 a.m. if you want to chat uh, oh, yes, on yeah. YouTube around 11. So check us out then. Until then, he's Adam Dave.